Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Why in the world are student loan interest rates rising during the pandemic? That is our topic for today. Welcome to the show. So glad you're here. All right, so the interest rates on eligible federal student loans have been temporarily set to zero, as you know, during the pandemic. It's been a long time now that they've been at zero percent. Yet, the interest rates on new federal student loans just keep on rising. Why? Why is there this apparent contradiction between the two federal policies concerning student loan interest rates, huh? Okay, so let's dive in. Interest rates on new federal student loans, emphasis on the word new, for undergraduate students, have actually nearly doubled in the last two years. They increased from 2.75% in 2020 2021 and then to 3.7% in 21 and 22, and now almost 5% this year. What? Although interest rates are rising, they're still less than the historical average interest rate, by the way. The 2020 and 21 interest rate was actually a record low at 2.75%, making subsequent interest rates look a lot higher. That's not going to last. Interest rates are likely to continue to increase. As we'll see next year's interest rates for 23 and 24, they're likely to be above the historical average. (laughs) So here's how interest rates are set, by the way. Interest rates on federal student loans change on July 1st, and continue for all new loans made through June 30th of the following year. The interest rates are fixed and don't change over the life of the loan, of course, but the new interest rates are set by a formula based on the high yield of the last 10-year Treasury note auction in May, plus a margin. Stay with me. (laughs) Let's look at an example. The high yield on the May 11th, 2022 auction was 2.943%. Just a quick side note. What would the auction actually look like for the 10-year Treasury note? That would be exciting, wouldn't it? I got my number. I'm ready to bid. I mean, what is that? Anyway, so uh, adding... (laughs) That was a rabbit hole, wasn't it? So adding the 2.05% margin to this yields the 4.993% interest rate on undergrad federal direct Stafford loans. Okay. The margin is 3.6% for graduate federal direct Stafford loans and 4.6% for federal direct grad plus and parent plus loans. The recent increases in interest rates on federal education loans aren't intentional, but rather the result of a formula for interest rates enacted by Congress in the Higher Education Act of 1965. Been around a while. The current formula has been in effect since 2013. Interest rates are influenced by inflation rates. Not good right now. The Federal Reserve Board likes to maintain an inflation rate below 2.2%. That would be nice. The Consumer Price Index, CPIU, increased above 2.0% in March 2021, and then just kind of hovered around 5% from May through September. And then it started to skyrocket, reaching, as you know, 8.6% in May 2022. Yikes. Inflation is caused by a mismatch between the supply and demand for goods and services. The Federal Reserve, or Fed, 
tries to control inflation rates by increasing interest rates. So theoretically, this will decrease the demand for goods and services because it makes it more expensive to borrow money to pay for stuff. It also causes the stock market to dip just a touch or enter into recession territory. That tends to make investors feel less wealthy and therefore less likely to spend money. When the Federal Reserve increases the federal funds rate, it influences the interest rates on 10-year treasury notes, which also affects the interest rate on federal student loans. Now let's talk about the Federal Reserve starting, starting to raise interest rates this year, as they've done that a lot. As the Fed increased interest rates by a quarter of a percent at its March 15th and 16th, 2022 meeting, and then a half a percent at its May 2nd and 3rd meeting, and then three quarters of a percent in June, there are seven more meetings of the Federal Reserve Board before the 10-year Treasury note auction, again, very exciting stuff, in May 2023. These meetings are in July, September, November, December, January, March, and May. Phew! The Fed is likely to continue to increase interest rates because higher interest rates will prove ineffective at cooling off inflation. Increasing interest rates is not going to solve the supply chain problems that are causing the current high inflation rates. The recovery rebate checks and advanced child tax credit payments did contribute to inflation. But this stimulus has ended and inflation continues to be elevated. There has also been a shift from spending on services such as dining, travel, entertainment, and to spending on goods, which is also persisting. If the Fed continues to increase interest rates. The interest rates on undergraduate federal direct Stafford loans starting on July 1st, 2023 will likely be 2 to 4% percentage points higher than this year's interest rates or right around 7 to 8.25%. The interest rates on undergrad federal direct Stafford loans are capped at 8.25% and that prevents the interest rates from going higher, of course. The interest rates on grad federal direct Stafford loans are capped at 9.5% and federal direct plus loans are capped at 10.5%. Impact of interest rate increases. So interest or increases rather in interest rates do not have as much of an impact as borrowers assume. Consider a $10,000 loan with a 10-year repayment term. The monthly loan payment at 2.75% is $95.41. Interest represents almost 13% of each payment on average. The monthly payment at 4.993% is $106.03, around $11 or so of an increase. Interest represents about 21% of each payment on average. If the interest rate increases to 7%, the monthly payment will be $116.11 and represent 28% of each payment. And if we hit the cap of 8.25%, the monthly payment is $122.65 and the interest will represent 32% of each payment. And that's an average. So, even with a massive increase in interest rates, the majority of each payment will still be devoted to repaying the principal balance of the loan, not interest. Of course, the monthly loan payments have more interest and less principal at the start of the loan, and then just gradually increase the share that is applied to the principal balance of the loan. Slightly more than half of each payment is applied to interest during the first and second years of a 10-year repayment term. 
All right, that was a fire hose of information. Now let's take a look at some practical tips for dealing with increasing interest rates. Several things you can do to address the impact of increasing rates. Borrow less. As noted before, most of each student loan payment is applied to principal, not interest. If you borrow less, your loan payments will be lower. Prefer fixed rate loans over variable rate. Ugh. Even though variable interest rates may initially be lower than fixed interest rates, variable rates, will ha they have nowhere to go but up. The interest rates on federal student loans are fixed, and private student loans offer, you know, a choice between fixed and variable. Just opt for fixed. Always. That's the rule. When considering a private student loan, the fixed interest rates are likely to be lower on shorter repayment terms than longer repayment terms. Keep that in mind. A shorter repayment term will reduce the total interest paid over the life of the loan, but it's going to increase the monthly payment. Choosing a longer term will reduce the monthly payment, but it's going to increase the total payments over the life of the loan. It becomes very expensive toward the end. Check your credit reports for free at annualcreditreport.com at least 30 days before applying for a private student loan. If you see any errors, go ahead and get them corrected by disputing them. The creditor has 30 days to confirm the accuracy or remove the incorrect information. Correcting inaccurate information will increase your score, which can yield a lower interest rate. You can also apply for private student loans with a creditworthy co-signer. Lenders-based interest rates on the credit scores of the borrower and co-signer, whichever is higher. You can refinance your student loans if you have a higher interest rate from several years ago. Beware of refinancing federal loans into private loans, since federal student loans have better benefits, including longer deferments and forbearances, income-driven repayment terms, the payment pause and interest waiver, and of course loan forgiveness and discharge options. Sign up for AutoPay. Your monthly student loan payment is just automatically transferred from your bank account to the lender. Most lenders offer a quarter to a half of a percent interest rate reduction as an incentive for doing this. Claim the student loan interest deduction on your federal income tax return. This is an above-the-line exclusion from income for up to $2,500 in interest paid on federal and private student loans. That is our show for today. That was a ton to pack into 10 minutes and 29 seconds. Thank you so much for stopping by today. We hope it was helpful. If you think a friend or a family member could use a lot of this great information, just go ahead and share this podcast with them. You can also follow us on social media. We're all over the place. Just search for The College Investor, and you can check out some links and other resources as well at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.